What's up, guys? Welcome back to Worth the Wait. I am your host, Cookie Miller. Today, we are talking about how to set your calorie goal for weight loss. Now, keep in mind, this is just one method. There are others, but in my experience, this has been one of the best and most effective methods that I've used with my clients over the years. As usual, we're going to break this into a few parts. So we will talk about calorie calculators, starting calories, calorie adjustments, reverse dieting post-diet, reverse dieting pre-diet, diet breaks, and resuming the diet phase. So let's get into it. Now I know what you may be thinking, why not just use a calorie calculator? There are so many easily accessible calorie calculators online, so many free versions, why can't I use that? Or even why can't I just enter my information into MyFitnessPal and just go based on what that says? Well, the reason is because most of the calorie calculators that are online are inaccurate. Online calorie calculators often use generic formulas to estimate the calorie needs. So this may not accurately reflect individual differences such as body composition, metabolism, and activity levels. So as a result, the calorie estimates that are generated by these calculators may be significantly higher or lower than your individual actual needs. And this can lead to having inaccurate tracking and potentially impede on your weight loss efforts. Another reason that you may want to stay away from calorie calculators is just an over-reliance on numbers. Focusing too much on the calorie counting can lead to a preoccupation with numbers and a loss of focus on overall nutrition and health. So it's important to remember that not all calories are created equal. In fact, there's an entire episode of this podcast that is called Why All Calories Are Not Created Equal. I highly recommend you go back and watch that or listen to it, and we will also leave a link for that episode in the show notes. But consuming a diet that is high in nutrient-dense foods is essential for good health, and it's also going to be essential for your energy and for your weight management. So it's important to focus not just on the quantity of calories that you are eating, but the quality of those calories. Next is that there is a lack of individualization. When you are using an online calorie calculator, it can maybe provide a starting point for you depending on where you are in your weight loss journey, but they don't take into account the individual preferences, food sensitivities, medical conditions, even hormonal imbalance and things like that. So following a one size fits all approach may not be sustainable or effective for everyone and personalized nutrition advice may be a better option. Okay, now let's get into what you are really here for, how to set those starting calories. Now listen, if I'm being honest, this process could be a lot more accurate for women if you started with tracking during a full cycle. So for women, our hunger levels are going to change throughout our 28 to 31 day cycle. So getting a full picture would be best, but I know that most people are not that patient. So instead of tracking for that entire time, choose a few weekdays and a weekend to track your food intake. Why would you do that? Because most people who are trying to lose weight are eating differently during the week than they are on the weekend. And we need to make sure that we're taking all of that into consideration when we're looking to set a starting 
calorie goal. So you can use MyFitnessPal or a tracking app that you like and you want to track everything, anything that you eat or drink that has a calorie in it, you want to track it. That includes little bites that you may take. I know a lot of moms are taking bites off the kid's plate. You want to make sure that you're tracking everything, little things that you snack on, drinks, alcoholic beverages, all of it. And you're going to determine what your average calories are. So once you've done that a couple days during the week and the week, and you figure out your average, let's say that you figure out that you're eating 3,500 calories per day. What you want to do next is you want to reduce your calorie goal by 500 calories. So now you'll go from 3,500 calories a day to 3,000 calories a day, and that should trigger your weight loss as long as what you tracked is pretty similar to the way that you tend to eat over the course of a full cycle, like I mentioned before. Now, maybe you're surprised about that. Maybe you're like, what? You want me to eat 3,000 calories to lose weight? Well, yeah, because if you've been eating 3,500, I've even had some clients who've come in and they found out that they were eating 4,000 calories. So yes, when you take those calories down, when you reduce your consumption, you will trigger weight loss, depending on how long you've been eating that way also is going to play a part. Now, let me show you the difference between this and a calorie calculator. So let's say this was a 40-year-old woman. You're someone who works from home. You're five foot six. You're about 250 pounds. If you enter that into a calorie calculator, like I did just to test for this episode, I got results all the way from 1,185 calories up to about 1,600 calories. Now think about it. If you have just determined that you were eating 3,500 calories, Is it realistic to expect that you can cut more than half of that overnight? Now, last season, I did two episodes on metabolic adaptation. I'll be sure to link those episodes in the show notes as well. And you may remember that the body is going to adapt as you make changes. So you will reach a point where you hit a weight loss plateau. And in those cases, you want to reduce your calories by 500 calories again, if it's within reason, of course. So for most of my clients, we stop this process at around 1600 calories. And for others, we will go as low as 1400 calories. So remember, you were starting at 3,500, you're going to reduce by 500, you're going to stay at that 3,000, continue to lose your weight. When you hit a plateau, and I would say a solid plateau is when you're not seeing weight loss for for women really for a full cycle, because you want to make sure that you are not just not seeing weight loss because you're in a certain phase of your cycle, or you're about to start your period and you're bloated, right? You're retaining water. You want to make sure that's actual real weight that is just staying there. And I think giving it a full cycle will help you to determine that. So I would say make sure that you are not, you know, it's not something where you are just holding or retaining water. And then once you determine that, reduce by 500 again. So you'll go from 3,000, now you're at 2,500. You want to stay there for as long as you can. That is the process that I'm saying that I go through with my clients. And we do that until, like I said, we get to 1,600 or even 1,400 calories. Now, once you get to your low calorie number, you want to let that metabolic adaptation work in your favor. And you're going to do that by slowly increasing calories using a technique called reverse dieting. Now, I have to say here, if you're going to go into a reverse diet as a professional 
um, in the health and fitness industry, I have to say that I would recommend that you do this under the guidance of someone. But if you must do it by yourself, I just want to give you some tips on how you can go about doing that. So reverse dieting works by increasing your calories by 50 to 100 calories per week with the goal of maintaining your weight or regaining a very small amount of weight during that period. So you're trying to get your body to adapt to eating more calories. So let's say you've gone from that 3,500 and you've dieted all the way down to 1,600 calories, right? Or let's say 1,400. And now you're going to go into your reverse diet. So that means the following week, you may go to 1,500 calories. The week after that, you go to 1,600 calories. And this is all while making sure you're maintaining your weight. It may not happen week to week for everyone. This is why I say it's so important that you have a professional that can help you because on those weeks where maybe you're seeing slight gains or you're seeing too big of a change, you actually don't want to go ahead and add another 100 calories onto that. So make sure when you're reverse dieting, you're doing your research. For most clients, I like to reverse diet until we are at or past 2,000 calories. You've dieted down, you've gotten to your low calorie number, now you're reverse, reverse dieting up, and the goal is to get somewhere around 2,000 calories while still maintaining or regaining very little of all of the weight you lost during your dieting phase. So depending on if you reached your weight loss goal by the time you've reached your low calorie number, after the reverse diet, you may continue to eat your new high calorie goal or go back into a dieting phase after maintaining for a while. And that maintenance should be from six months to a year. I know, I know I just lost some of you. Come back, <laughs> come back. I know I've just lost some of you, but this is where people who are dieting tend to mess up. There's never a diet break. They diet endlessly for years without any breaks. And when their body adapts to the low calories, then you feel stuck. You feel like you can't lose weight. And then you just quit. And what happens after that? You quit and then you get tired of the weight. You start to regain the weight. You deal with it until you get tired enough of it again to start the process from the beginning. And until you give your body that time that it needs in maintenance, and until you give your body that reverse diet that it may, be, may need from all of those years of dieting at super low calories, you will continue to be stuck in this cycle. The body needs to have breaks from diets, the body needs to have maintenance phases, and the body needs to be able to maintain its weight with a sufficient amount of calories. And by sufficient, I mean women who have hormones and who are fully grown and fully developed and who are going through these different phases in their cycle need more than 1200 calories, which is the recommended daily caloric intake for like toddlers to in order to be healthy in general. We're not just talking about weight loss, right? We're always talking about a holistic point of view and we're always talking about sustainability. So sure, you could say, you know what? Forget everything you said, Cookie. I'm going to put myself on 1300 calories. That's what always works for me. Go ahead. And then you're going to go through that same phase and you will find yourself in the same spot. Sure, you'll lose the weight. Sure, you may get to your weight loss goal, but can you maintain it? You want to be able to maintain your goals and not be stuck in this yo-yo dieting cycle. 
So we have one more scenario to go through, which is what if your calculated calories from the beginning were already at 1200 calories? What if you went through and you calculate and you're already eating super low? In this case, it's time for you to skip the first few steps of this process and go straight into reverse dieting. So this means that your body is not in a position to diet right now. What you should do is go into a reverse diet, go into that maintenance phase, and then go into a dieting phase. But I also want to leave a little caveat here, which is that Many people who think they're eating 1,200 calories are not. So double check that you've accurately tracked everything. Be sure that you're including things like oils that you cook with, condiments like mayonnaise and ketchup, caloric drinks that you may have. Starbucks gets a lot of people caught up, right? Coffee, you're just not thinking about the amount of calories that are in that venti drink. And then also alcohol is something that people forget about as well. And you should also note that alcohol is processed differently in the body, but that's that's for a whole other episode. We'll talk about that on another episode. So these are all the things that you may forget to track that is heavily contributing to your overall actual calories consumed. All right. So if you've properly reverse dieted, once you resume dieting and you start to drop those calories by 300 to 500 each time you hit your plateau, like you learned in the beginning, you will see weight loss and you will lose with much more ease than before. So now you know how to set your calories, how to determine if you're in a dieting phase, a reverse dieting phase, or a maintenance phase, and how you can can avoid plateauing on your weight loss journey in the future. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Worth the Wait. Remember, if this episode or any of our episodes have helped you, please consider leaving us a five-star review. You can also take a screenshot and tag us on IG. We are at Worth the Wait Podcast, and we just passed 300 followers. We posted a thank you message to all of you who are following us over there on IG. Super appreciate you. Tag a friend, tell a friend, have them follow as well. Our goal over the next month is to get up to 500 followers. So please, if you've been listening to the podcast for the past three seasons now, definitely share us with a friend who may want to listen and who may benefit from listening to us. I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.